Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to Tough Luck with Dasanti. This is my new podcast and we're doing virtual podcast sessioning right now. This is my first time trying this out, but it will probably be what I do very often now in the future since we're kind of trapped inside for the next until further notice. I feel like I'm catching up on everything that I hadn't been able to work on in the past months. Like I have... We had over 40 interviews that weren't edited. If you guys didn't know, I have left the Yacht Club podcast. This is my new one now, which I will be posting a lot of content that we had recorded on that one, on this one. And so this break, um, which is unfortunate, but also I'm getting the chance to catch up on everything, which is good. What are you doing during the break? (laughs) But you're still working, though. This is Ursh from the Flex Coach podcast thank you for having me on your new podcast you can kind of tell the people that aren't used to having Mm -hmm. um something to do in their free time are kind of just like watching tv or watching shows and there's nothing wrong with that but Mm -hmm. i although there is something wrong with tagging people in challenges because you're bored (laughs) how many of those have you gotten zero and i like it I've got none. I've, yeah. My friends gotten... know not to tag me in dumb shit like that. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put it up on my story. And I have like 50 people, you know. There was one going around that was like, tag 10 pretty girls and pass it on. And they're mm-hmm. my friends. So I didn't want to be rude and ignore it. But, yeah. and I didn't want to be rude and be like, I'm not doing this shit. So I just mm. reposted it, and I didn't do it. I, like, didn't pass it on, <laughs> but I didn't completely ignore it. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was kind you of did it involved, on your own terms. Yeah. I didn't continue it. Right. Well, that, which is good, you know? You're not facilitating it. No, I'm kidding, but... Yeah. Know, I mean, there's nothing wrong with things like that, obviously. And, again, um, you know, another interesting thing to get into is... I was actually thinking about this, and I'm sure you can relate. I feel like your way of operating or thinking or the kind of stances you take on certain things start to have more power or weight. Like the weight increases after a while. People that shift the culture. And I'm not talking that kind of macro. I'm talking more micro. Like everyone has a circle of influence. Yeah. You know, within their reach yeah for sure whether you have whether you you're a public person or whatever like I, I hate even using terms like that but whether you have a platform or you don't everyone has a circle of influence there's people there's there's friends uh colleagues people you work with that look up to you and take elements from you and so that's why i don't know what do you think about that you think you should cater to you know what the norm is in that regard or you should be yourself and have those polarizing opinions um so with this whole thing going on at first i was uh well first of all i was really disappointed in like humanity's way of coping because Mm. i'm a minimalist so i'm like really against the whole idea of consumerism and panic buying and i'm already using a lot of reusable things so um, for people to panic buy all of these consumables and just 
go out and act on that as a coping mechanism really disappointed me and I just wasn't speaking about it on social media also I'm all for natural remedies Mm -hmm. and I wasn't speaking about that either because I was disappointed I think I was just sad overall in humans even though it's Mm -hmm. unavoidable but I was like I need to use my voice and because people are looking up to me at this point I had a lot of people messaging me like what should I do right now for my immune system or what is like some natural remedy for antiviral and so then I started posting about it some more and also people kept asking me to hang out and I was like guys I'm not leaving my house (laughs) and I think whenever people saw that I was rejecting collaboration opportunities they were like okay maybe this is serious like if DeSanti's not using this time to collab maybe we should also stay inside that's exactly right and you know not to minimize uh anything but you know in the micro or macro perspective whatever your circle of influence is you should treat it with the you know you should treat it with responsibility like it doesn't matter if it's five people or a hundred people or you know million people you should still have the same values yeah i think it's important to recognize how that you do have a voice no matter what Mm -hmm. like i don't know if you saw the vanessa hudgens scandal Mm -hmm. well it wasn't a scandal but um she went on instagram live and she was like saying how oh if you get sick um like it's just gonna blow over like it's just a virus it's not gonna kill everyone um Mm -hmm. and everyone on twitter was on her ass like pissed and dragging her because um it was just a really insensitive and ignorant thing for her to say she She said it's not a big deal yeah i think the way like regardless of her opinion or not there was definitely a more respectful way to say that and Mm -hmm. because she does have such a huge voice like whether the severity of it is like whatever the severity is i feel like her knowing that she has millions of people watching she should be a little more careful with her words i definitely agree but i also think at the end of it we're all human beings right and we have these tendencies or urges uh impulsive urges where you want to say what comes to mind you can't really stay in that quote-unquote character a hundred percent of the time yeah yeah because that's the problem like um i don't know sometimes people expect you to to play a role or play a part and if you reject that or if you say what comes to mind just be unapologetically yourself you gain respect and you gain respect as well as hate and disrespect so you polarize people and that's the problem with authenticity in a way it's polarizing compared to conforming and being mainstream and being a washed down you know i'm friends with everyone everyone likes me version yeah and i say no, things sure. that make every you know that make everyone feel happy like no that's not yeah. reality that's not real life it's not mm-hmm. i think just there was a lot of backlash for her and i do agree with being authentic and then i think her 
being that authentic self that caused the backlash, then she kind of regretted it um, mm-hmm. because I don't think she really meant it in a form to be ignorant. And that's you know, and that's all that it should take for people to have some sort of empathy or compassion. That the intention wasn't right. Maybe yeah. the delivery was incorrect. This is something I've that's, dealt with for so long in my life. That's what it was. I've, I've dealt with this for so long that I, I genuinely feel for people who are misunderstood or who, you know, uh, maybe their exterior is not uh, a direct representation of their interior. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. coming off a certain way versus being a certain way. Yeah. So I can definitely relate and have some empathy for that. Yeah. I don't think my vlogs are funny after I watch them a couple times. And my friend was like, it's okay, some people aren't going to think that they're funny, but some people are, and you're going to gain your audience the more that you put stuff out, because there is an audience for everything. You can't have a 100% um, win rate in life. It's just not possible. 100% win rate, 100% please rate. I mean, think about it in terms of the business context, right? Uh, And I was having this conversation with... Um, I'm forgetting who it was, but even if you get one out of 10 in a business setting, meaning you get one win out of 10 attempts, you win, you won. You know what I mean? There's no, it doesn't matter. The other nine were lessons. So you're never going to please everyone. And in any context, getting two out of five or three out of five or whatever it may be is always valuable. Let's talk about your recent cross between now your hobby intertwining with your business Mm -hmm. and talk about how, um, what was that sentence you said? You have your nine to five to fuel your six to 12. Yeah. yeah. Um, So yeah, I'll provide a little bit of a backstory. Um, And we were talking about this, I guess, before we started recording, but I got approached by the company that I work for. So I work in business development. I got approached by the director of business development because he, you know, he listened to my podcast. He saw what I was doing, the kind of connections I was making, the people I was meeting. And um, yeah, he reached out and he said, we would love for you to do that for our company. And this is the same place. I remember sitting at my desk and uh, putting an Instagram story of, you know, at my 9 to 5 to fund the 6 to 12. And now my 9 to 5 and 6 to 12 are about to merge. Possibly. Again, you know, I don't want to get into details of, you know, what the potential deal could look like. And um, not, I'm not even trying to sound cool or anything. Like, I don't know. We still have yet to have that conversation with the executive team and send them a proposal and everything. Because obviously, you know, it has to align with the company's vision. It can't just be me getting full control while using their name. So, but it's yeah. fascinating, yeah. It you don't is. Realize. No, it's just the fact that he even recognized now you have the skill that you're gonna bring to the table that can benefit the company. That's just like that in itself is really exciting for anybody. And I think now even not only the podcasting but the social media for you is also a skill 
that companies are starting to recognize and more and more like everyone I've noticed with social media and digital marketing it's the like whenever I have people approach me wanting me to do that service for them it's people in person not people online that mm-hmm. um, want that service and I've had a lot of digital marketing companies DM me saying like hey do you need digital marketing services but they don't understand that the market is not online the market is out there mm-hmm. in real life hmm. that's who their clients should be that's um that's actually very true but i think you know not to minimize or disparage against anyone's efforts but it's so easy isn't it to just sit make an instagram account start an agency dm people and then see who bites, you know, see if you can get some sort of business versus putting yourself in those rooms where you can't be otherwise, right? The real estate on the internet is free. You could DM anyone, but you can't get inside a room where you're talking to executives that could give you a $100,000 deal. You know what I mean? So that's the easier route and anyone can do that. And that's why a lot of people do that. But, you know, and again, not minimizing against their efforts because I have, I've met a few people that, do a similar thing and they're doing very well i mean there's early 20s seven figure uh, marketing agency so there's you know there's obviously an upside to it and i guess that comes with how good you are yeah and i think it has to do with the in-person sales also because if it was like me and you that shit is extremely easy anybody could do it but to some people like middle higher aged business owners who's business is declining because they're not on social media and have no idea how to even do Facebook ads like I've had people that want to pay for that service because they have no idea how easy it is because they've never (laughs) they just don't feel familiar enough to like create a Facebook page for people so the people that are familiar with the internet it's like why are people getting paid for this because anybody could go and pay for Facebook ads but the people like business owners that aren't familiar with internet it's like that it's like how do you even you know so they're willing to pay for that service so there's a like the gap is closing but definitely the yeah that's why to us it's like what the hell who would pay like building a website Mm -hmm. wix has the (laughs) easiest templates ever but i still have yeah (laughs) um but people um not sponsored but um people are like oh i would pay you 100 200 to make me a website and i'm like dude it's only because you don't feel familiar enough to go mm-hmm. try it yourself it's actually really really easy i briefly recorded i don't think i published this episode about vanity and you know how um our happiness literally comes from pixels on a screen like dopamine is generated in your brain or serotonin please forgive me psychology was a long time ago but dopamine or serotonin is generated in your brain from the actions of other people that you're viewing on pixels this is a micro evolutionary adaptation this isn't something that we you know human beings have possessed you know what i mean like this just happened yeah it's it's dopamine um though it's the reward mechanism so whenever you scroll on Instagram or scroll on Twitter, refresh refresh a page, you're expecting a reward 
from that action. So now your brain is trained into this loop of action versus reward, and then you're like expecting that hit of dopamine whenever you mm. see something that's like funny or pretty or just something new. But even likes, you know, getting likes or getting comments um, that then essentially make you feel more confident about yourself and excuse me and you know this is I'm, again i'm not shitting on anyone obviously we all feel this i feel this too I, I i get happy when i see a lot of girls liking my shit or messaging me obviously right but i don't base my confidence off of that some people base it solely off of that and that's why they live in that cycle yeah, I think it's really important. Yeah, for some people, it's hard to separate an actual valuable metric that you're using to grow your uh, audience mm-hmm. versus a like count just for your own sati- personal satisfaction because it's different when you're using it for your own fulfillment or satisfaction versus metrics that actually matter, which are not likes, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and not reach either, but engaged clicks, which is like, how many valuable comments did you receive? How many website clicks? How many saves or shares? I think those are metrics that are more important than Let's not a like. Even get into saves. Count. Yeah. Well, don't talk about that. People don't what? talk about the view insights. Yeah. Like because how many people sent your post to someone? I don't even. Yeah. Think, we can't even see that anymore, can we? I think we can. I, I haven't seen that in a while. All I see is saves um, and all the other stuff. Yeah, but, but anyway, that's yeah. separating that is really hard, especially whenever like us girls are so obsessed with looks and beauty. So that's where like likes matter or where they would matter. Mm-hmm. And um, But it's important to make that distinction. That way social media doesn't become this toxic an addicting place 100 percent. but there is um i've come to respect a lot of these um you know instagram people male or female but primarily talking about females um i don't i don't want to give too too much or i don't want to you know hurt anyone's feelings or whatever but i don't know i've just been around them for a while like i've been around IG models let's say for a while and you know I've been with a few of them and I've seen behind the scenes you know what I mean like I've seen what happens after the pictures are posted and I see you lose them like they're in a corner and they're on their phone and they're constantly refreshing like you lose them for an hour you lose them for two hours and I didn't understand that, but now I do. I get it, you know, and I respect it. If you can capitalize off of your looks, that's a fucking... You deserve respect. That's a great name, by the way. Really? Thank you. It is. You could have gone with tough shit or whatever, but, you know, smart. That's what I was saying. I, I do respect you, and I don't. I'm not including you in these IG, you know, thoughts that I keep talking about. Because you're not in that realm, even though you, you even though you you can capitalize off of that realm, 
there's more yeah. to you than that obviously right but yeah i think whenever people do talk about like um influencers and instagram models and stuff like that i don't really like i feel like i'm observing from the outside because i recognize a lot of the patterns and behaviors from them too and since i've i feel like i'm a little bit more experienced not in the influencer and whatever realm mm. but in the entrepreneur realm mm -hmm. since i've been doing little businesses here and there since i was like in high school so i feel like this is a new business that i'm venturing into which is the influencer and modeling world right as an entrepreneur not as a social not the media other person. way around which is literally every influencer yeah they which is just learning entrepreneurs exactly they then you know yes. they learn they yeah and we're on the same page on that so how does it feel to um have started your own podcast how does it feel it, to be doing it solo um it feels amazing i wanted to initially start a podcast by myself but i just happened to um be hanging around this person a lot he was my best friend and so he was like we should just start it now and i was like all right and so we did so he kind of helped me jump start it because i was working seven to seven so i was working 12 hours a day at this job whenever we started it and uh, he kind of pushed me to start it mm -hmm. but i feel like i wasn't in a place not mentally but tangibly physically i don't know it wasn't the right time for me to start a podcast because i was working 12 hours a day right um crazy you hours like you didn't have time or yeah. energy or whatever yeah and so but i think it all happened for a reason i am like grateful that i had the that experience with him that mm -hmm. taught me a lot um but i feel like i was supposed to be doing something on my own all along eventually yeah. there's always um you know there's nothing wrong obviously with working with people and you know having four brains work on one thing instead of one is always better yeah but when the four are so scattered and different yeah that's what comes with you know when you when you're the one that starts something you reach a point you make it successful then you can hire people and tell them what to do. Then yeah. you can hire people and dictate the narrative you have in your head, share the yeah. vision and make them do what they you know what how you or make them what do things the way you want to do. What yeah. you want them done. And I think that's the difference between a partnership and then like starting something and having a team. So right. a lot of people think having a team is a lot better, but it's not a lot mm -hmm. better if you don't know how to direct the team or if there isn't a director. Um, right. I think or if you're someone that doesn't want to be directed yeah you know exactly I mean? if yeah. you're someone that has amazing ideas and doesn't want to be directed and doesn't want to cater to someone else's vision um, you know but again it, the other other side of that argument is there's value in being directed because you learn you take elements especially if you're young or younger you take elements from that learned experience. You get whatever yeah. you can. Keep the percentage. Whatever the fuck it may be, right? Yeah. And then you do your own thing on the side. I think it depends on the personality type. 
if you're better off being directed or being a director. I don't think there's anything better about either. It just depends on which kind of person you are. Some people aren't as good as at generating ideas or being creative. And I think oh, that person is needed. Mm-hmm. And then the other person is just good at like structuring and being the integrator. And so they're meant to be directed, which is okay because that person is needed also. 100%. That's, um, you know, when you curate a group like that, it's a beautiful thing. I don't think everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur. I think some people are meant to just be in a certain position. And I think everyone's going to learn the hard way after <laughs> trying to be an entrepreneur. When this whole entrepreneur wave kind of passes, a lot of people are going to fail and realize that it's not a bad thing to not be an entrepreneur because exactly. they fit in better elsewhere it's i mean that topic and that conversation if we want to get into that i mean that could be a four-hour conversation you know of just the bubble the influencer bubble the entrepreneur bubble the i'm gonna hire a camera guy to follow me around my office so i look like i'm important bubble the um you know even though I don't want to say that I'm imitating Gary V. I'm imitating Gary V. Bubble. Like if we start getting into that conversation, I think, you know, some feelings may get hurt, and it's okay though. It's okay for your feelings to get hurt. Yeah. Because you rather have them hurt now, from someone half your age, than have them hurt, you know, ten years down the line, when your dog shit content is still getting no views. You know what I mean? Like it's it's um. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, this is this is personal, but yeah, I think I asked a lot of people to give me honest opinions on my vlog. And whenever they did, I was like, "Okay, I literally can't be mad because I need to know what people are really thinking because some people are afraid to give honest opinions, you know, they don't want to hurt your feelings. They know like you think you're funny, so I don't want to tell her I don't want to be the one to tell her she's not funny. Right. And I, whenever someone told me I wasn't funny, I was like, okay, I literally need this information mm-hmm. to now take and figure out what I need to do to either change it a little bit here or um, just structure it better to improve. Dude, there's nothing wrong with information and putting unnecessary filters on the information you allow in is the problem if you live in your bubble where you curate an image and you're not open to reality hitting you in the face you know i i'm so open to reality hitting me in the face because it's been it's already been doing that like for so many years you know what i mean like i have my mom my mother tells me when an episode of mine is garbage or she's like you you don't know what you're saying you need to think before you speak you need to do this you need to do that and i'm like that's good she loves you yeah and i'm like you know what i appreciate that because all my homies and everyone that listens all they tell me is you i love this i get value from this all the numbers do for me when i see the numbers increasing when i see the estimated or average view or whatever you know that number in the middle the yeah. viewer count every time i see that go up what it does for me is counterproductive you know what i mean it, it makes me realize or it makes me get comfortable in the way i do things and i'm like well why would i you know why would i um 
spend more time curating a better way to speak or why would i prepare better for episodes i do with guests because people are already listening exactly but then i need that reality and i have a couple people close to me that do that they you know they tell me like hey man stop saying a hundred percent after everything you know Uh, stop saying a hundred percent when someone says something you agree with (laughs) hundred percent that's not i say i've said that like a hundred times in an episode like 100 it's familiar now that you mention it mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know that's hilarious maybe we should do like that, that for each other's podcast i need someone to be brutally honest so that i can because you're right the like maybe some sort of for youtube there's analytics that tell you how long each person per how long each person watched mm-hmm. for which helps because i'm like okay people clicked off at this time it's probably boring around this part so but anchor doesn't have that for podcasting there's um i don't know you can keep it in if you want there's um itunes spotify iheart all these platforms have their own analytic system so so the only one that tells you the watch time is itunes so apple will tell you but the thing is their thing is in beta so it's very inconsistent okay but it'll tell you like okay someone consumed you know four minutes of your six minute episode but they won't it's not as uh in depth as youtube Mm -hmm. has it obviously because you know the money on youtube is still higher yeah you can talk about the space as well if you want yeah and also podcasting is it's not new but it's becoming super new um, with everyone it's, it's, on the go. Yeah, there's there's definitely that FOMO wave, you know, yeah. the same thing that happened with Bitcoin, the same thing that happened with yeah. um, this forex. Uh, yeah, yeah, all of that. The social media marketing agency wave. Oh like, my it's, god! It's, it's happening with podcasting now. Yeah, people are yeah. like, man, I need to start a podcast because two people think I have good things to say. And if that's what it takes... <laughs> or I get high and I like to talk a lot, so I should start a podcast, right? Yeah, anything, do it. Man. Do like, it. Do it. You know, obviously, there's no one that should tell you to not do something you right. like. No, I think I think everyone that has interest in it should do it just so they can tell if they really want to do it or not. You just know, so they can figure I, it out. Yeah. Like th- If they're this... actually, you know... Mm-hmm. Because this is not easy, and I see a lot of podcast uh, Instagram accounts that follow everyone, right? Like, if you study the game a little bit, if you study, pay attention to, you know, what's around you, pay attention to, I guess, even directly or indirectly who you're competing against in the space, in the attention game, um, you'll realize that a lot of, the majority of the content is very... I don't know, like, there's always elements that people lack, and you can see that. You can see they're really not about it like that. Yeah. Like, they're not about it to that extent. Yeah, that's why um, I can't wait. Well, it doesn't really matter what I think, but the more you do something, the more you realize it's not for you, and the more that you shift more towards doing something that people are actually supposed, you know, good at, meant mm-hmm. to be doing that's a whole you know that's a whole different conversation of like figuring out um what you're good at but also pursuing what you're remotely good at because you're never gonna find what you're truly good at 
So if you're even half, you know, even if you're like 10% good at something and you enjoy it 90% of the time, then do it. The fact that uh, your passion mm-hmm. that you just receive, it's like this concept that passion is a myth because anything that you are passionate about, you have to literally cultivate and build like a muscle Mm -hmm. there's nothing that you're gonna see and be like oh shit that's for me but it's gonna be something that you like a little bit are kind of good at that you have to zone in on and be like okay this is what i'm gonna make my passion Mm -hmm. but it doesn't just come to you it's something that you know like you said 90 percent good at and then you decide to consciously make yourself better at so therefore you can enjoy it and master it but it's not just something that you're gonna be 100 percent good at that's exactly right that's well said because you know people expect that they think um um you know their passion is going to come to them or their passion lies in what they're comfortable doing and that's you know maybe maybe if you're very lucky and the probability or the you know the variables align in your favor somehow because it could happen a lot of people there's a lot of bullshit content that gets a lot of views and has made a lot of people rich. So you could get lucky. Yeah. And okay, you yeah. Know, not to, I mean, again, we could sit here and uh, decipher, you know, well, they're, they appear dumber on camera, but they're actually smart or whatever, right? But I, I can tell you, I've been around people that don't have it. Like, it's not in there. It's not in there. But what they're putting out is resonating with uh, some people that also don't have it. Like, it's like, it's just crazy to me because you could cater to any audience and make money off of it if that's what you want to do. Yeah, the only thing is that you wouldn't be fulfilled, which is, goes back to like that 90% thing that you're passionate about. It wouldn't really be something that, so they would still need to find something that they're kind of good at and make themselves be passionate about it so they can find that 90% thing but even if I mean that's assuming they want to be fulfilled but who wouldn't people just want to make money true you know what I mean some people want to make money and just so they can pull up to their high school reunion in a nice car or it it, human behavior is fascinating yeah for those listening Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just going to say for those listening, I would recommend, um, you know, a few. Actually, I'm not going to say it because I was going to plug fucking Audible, but I'm not going to do that on your thing. (laughs) Sorry, I got lost in the. And that is how he plugged fucking Audible (laughs) by initiating the plug and not finishing it. Dude, they finally finally paid me, by the way. (laughs) I haven't talked about this. You want to download Audible? I haven't talked about this, like. Audible was holding out on the checks. Spill the tea on Audible. They're also not going to listen to this that far in. They're but, not. Um, Hi, Audible. Hello, Audible. Um, yeah, I mean, listen. The manager that they assigned me and the company that they do business through is the one that's making the mistake. Meaning, how do I... How do I word this, right? They took their time with paying me, but I generated them a lot more money. And this isn't something I talk about of like, 
You know, I, I might have mentioned this to you a few times, but I have way more listeners than I have followers. Yeah. Which is no, fucking yeah, crazy for sure. to me. Because podcasting is super SEO friendly podcast yes. segments. Like, like they'll go. My my OnlyFans segment with you is like the fifth link whenever you type in Desanti mm-hmm. Desanti Carden. It's like the fifth link. So it pulls up anything, every, any keyword you use as a title is now searchable by the entire world. Exactly. So that's why I like, that's why I like podcasting <laughs> so much because it's accessible by everyone depending on your title. Like that's so SEO. It is. SEO AF. And um, let's not get into why that is. No, I'm kidding. We don't, we, I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't mind giving out information like that, but it's... Um, I do want to like do more research on that and figure out why because I don't know. I was kind of fucking around, but yeah. Oh, going back I th- to the. I think. Sorry. The websites are just credible, so these are heavy mm. websites. Like for example, LinkedIn is a heavy pooler. SoundCloud is a heavy pooler because the website has credibility versus True. like an Instagram account that has no weight versus a platform like Apple Podcasts. Yeah. That's 100% factual. I see a lot of the, uh, I don't know, I see Radio Public. I see these other yeah, podcasts. Pl- yeah, they they pop up too. Pocket Cast. I don't get it. But I mean, you know, fair play. Yeah. Like you're helping we'll use it. the views coming in. So Thank you. Appreciate it. I hope they're all linked though. Some things aren't linked with Anchor. Stitcher's not linked with Anchor, I think. Oh, really? I don't know. I, it, might, it, it might be a manual thing. Like the RSS feed yeah. has to be embedded. But I don't know. Like iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio just approved Tough Luck and it's been about it's been a month. A month and a half. No, it's been a month. Yeah, they took and longer. They took a long time. I wasn't expecting it to take that long. I was almost like, damn, they didn't approve my podcast. <laughs> and they just did like two days ago. And I was really happy. Yeah, that's a good platform. And if uh, all the followers you have on there get emails when you upload. Really? Yeah, so that's something Anchor that's could implement. Um, also, Google Podcasts. For some reason, the Yacht Club didn't get on Google Podcasts. Yeah, I don't know why. But mine did, so hey. <laughs> you already know what to do. Listen, if you have yeah. an Android, iPhone, a BlackBerry... Um, a Motorola Razor, a Sidekick. You have access to Google, and you can listen to the podcast on Google. Yeah. Don't give me the excuse, or don't give her the excuse. I couldn't find it. Yeah, I don't have iTunes. I use Spotify. Blah blah blah. No. It's on both of those. Google it. It's on all <laughs> platforms. There shouldn't be. You shouldn't have an excuse for not tuning in. Yeah. Because we expect that from people. Because we're entitled to all the views. <laughs> to all of your attention. Throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there anything else you want to talk about? Mm, I don't know. What do you want to... You can end it if you want. Okay. Alright, thank you all for tuning in to Tough Luck with Desanti. I'm Desanti, if you didn't know that, and we're available on literally every streaming platform. So is the Flex Coach. 
you can type in the Flex Coach on Google and you will find it. There's no excuses to not find any of our podcasts because mm. we're so SEO friendly. If you type in the Flex Coach, it'll come up. If you type in type in Tough Luck with the Santi and it'll come up. Like I almost said all tough the love. front page. Huh? Tough I luck. I almost said tough love, but yeah. L U C K cut your um Luck rhymes with fuck. Yes. <laughs> all over the first page of google so there's no excuses to not find either of our podcasts okay peace out everyone hit subscribe hit like share with a friend all right or else you're a bitch who oh or else oh that was a threat formal threat from the flex coach okay bye (laughs)